are now listening to Burgundy Blogcast, the official podcast of Burgundy Blog. On the Redskins for the truth. Welcome in to a special Friday post-Thanksgiving edition, although I believe we're about to have back-to-back Friday editions That's right. of the Burgundy Blogcast. It's a victorious one. It feels like... You know, I don't know. The Giants weren't that great a team. There's still that lingering stench of the loss that got away from the Saints. The Giants are atrocious. They're an abomination. But if you're going to run the table, you got to win this one. So uh, it was a win. And with that, we will celebrate and we'll start by getting one word to describe this win. Enough. Enough. Um, uh, it was more than enough. There was times where they looked no, like they were, it was barely it was enough. just enough. <laughs> it was barely would have been just enough would have been 13 to 10, 20 to 10. That's a decisive, victory, I guess. Right. Uh, I mean, maybe it, it didn't feel like a 10 point win. Those were two super crappy teams playing last night. Yeah. I, uh, I, we'll get down to why this was a delayed podcast. Thanks to me. And maybe talk of some other special circumstances surrounding how fans worked. <laughs> Uh, you know, worked the game into their Thanksgiving schedule and things like that. But let's talk specifically about the game for a little bit. 3-3 at halftime, were you disgusted? Were you worried that the the team wasn't into it? I I had it on, but I can't say that I watched the first half as closely as I was trying to watch the second half. What what were your your thoughts at halftime? Oh, a terrible, ugly game, a brutally ugly half. I mean, everybody in my house was totally checking out. I mean, both both the casual and intense football fans (laughs) – we're, we're just I mean it was it was blunder after blunder um you know just I, it felt like a preseason game first of all both teams uh you know ton of like rando starters I think both offensive lines were missing three of their of their usual starters yep. um in, including the Redskins having a you know basically their third string center was playing last night so a uh, bunch of random guys on on both teams. I mean, I joked earlier in the week that it was going to be like, you know, uh, sarcastically, I said I'm going to enjoy watching a bunch of total strangers playing football in a Redskins uniform because there were just so many guys. I mean, guys that I've heard of and who had been around in the summer in some cases, but it was just very sloppy. Felt like a preseason game. Nobody wanted to win, and I'm thinking like it, it didn't feel like you know the Redskins have become kind of accustomed to playing with their backs against the wall, and they usually come out with you know at least some pretty good intensity. And it was like, what is going on? It felt like they didn't really. It almost felt like an exhibition. I mean, and, and it, you know, they turned it up a little bit in the second half. Um, but yeah, just whoa, such an ugly half. It's um, it, it is. It's a weird feeling playing on Thanksgiving. It's it's a short week and it's a holiday. You don't know what kind of crowd you're getting. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it, it was tough all around. And in addition to, I know we focus more on the Redskins here. The Giants are a bunch of freaking no names too. Yeah, I don't know any of it. They don't have a player of note besides Eli Manning with. Um, with, yeah, I mean, they with, lost, with uh, you know, their, their big calling card was supposed to be a very imposing uh, wide receiver core uh, led by Beckham and uh, Brandon Marshall, both of whom, yeah. you know, went out for the year early on. Yep. So, uh, you know, they, they got a bunch of uh, just, you know, I don't know, people I never heard of catching passes. And, and Eli, I mean, like, what was he doing? He was, like, missing short passes by a mile. It just – they – I mean, they've, like they've had a bad season, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But then they came out and beat the Chiefs last week. There yeah, was but did you see? Narrative about did you see how they won? Not really. <laughs> Four field goals to three yeah, field yeah, goals. Good point, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was Asterisk. it was la- it was it was a little bit like the Chiefs just didn't show up, but like the Giants looked like the same old Giants. They just yeah. managed to make four field. goals. I mean, I didn't expect them to come out and look great, but it's just like that. This is just total disintegration over there. 
Yeah, and sorry, I'm not looking at the schedule right now. Did the Redskins get the Giants one more time? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. One left. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> the like Redskins' you, remaining schedule is. No, we talked about this before. A cakewalk. It's, I mean, you didn't want to hear it after the Saints game, but I it still really don't. Did. I still really don't. <laughs> I mean, it, you you have to acknowledge it for completeness. I, I think if if they were a healthier team, then I would I would kind of like maybe be listening to the idea of running the table. And I mean, yeah, I'm not ruling it out. And they've done it before, but you know, yep. in the not too distant past. But it's just they're so hurt, they're so injured, and um, one of the remaining five games surely will be uh, ruined by you know some guy like this. Did you see the guy last night, uh, Rob Robertson? Who um who fielded the punt or inside the ten, but then ran it into the end zone? Were you still awake for that part? <laughs> I missed that. This guy feels a punt. He he downs a punt at like the seven, which is great. But he's he's so excited that he just continues running, and that apparently makes it a touchback. I don't recall <laughs> seeing that. But anyway, this dude is. I think it was like his first NFL game. And uh, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that I I, I feel like they're going to have a hard time escaping over the last month. Uh, I can actually relate to that in my first football game ever. The only time I ever put, I played a lot of backyard football, but the only time I ever put on like pads and a helmet, <laughs> I played for my middle school. We were terrible. We lost every game. And I, uh, and I started, you can see why. Uh, and I'm on like punt team coverage and, and I'm flying down the field. Like we've practiced punting like twice. It's like this guy, you know, like he's, he probably yeah. had to learn like 15 things, including like he's probably spending more time with like wide receivers than like, oh yeah, also you're going to be a uh, gunner on punting. <laughs> so I'm flying down well, he's there. A, he's like, a linebacker, but yeah. Yeah, I'm running down there in, uh, you know, in my soccer cleats playing football or whatever, punts up, and I'm looking and I just tattoo this guy, I just crush <laughs> him. You know, I like make the hit. Boom, flag 15 yards. I'm like, oh crap, you're supposed to look you're for like, the fair catch. You're like, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it illegal to be awesome? Yeah, I mean, I, I was riding a high. I felt so good. Somebody had clocked me earlier in the game. I was looking to take it back on somebody. And I totally, like, I, you know, and obviously I'd watched football a million times and I knew what a fair catch was. And I sat back. I remember thinking, like, you know what? I don't think in practice we, like, we ran punt coverage, but I don't think anybody ever caught it. I don't think, you know, again, you're, you're, you're barely teaching something. But, again, no excuses for a pro, I guess. But you can lose your head getting into it for the first time. Um. All right, let's let's take a brief intermission and discuss my absence. Okay, and, and, we'll, and we'll talk about perhaps reviewing um, your Thanksgiving. How? Let's let's start with you. How did you did you build your day around being being free by thirty? Not at all. Not at all. I I was it was uh, you know I just kind of like let let it let whatever would pass should pass, and uh, you know it happened to fall into place. So I was I was on my couch at kickoff. Usually by eight uh, thirty, you're going to be okay with that one. I had a great I actually Thanksgiving. Had a-, had a lot of family here. I watched with um, with uh, somebody who's a, a pretty big Giants fan, so that helped. I mean, he's nice. super disillusioned at this point, but uh, <laughs> that, that that made the first half, you know, somewhat uh, um, enjoyable. And it was the first time for Washington ever hosting Thanksgiving, right? I believe that's true. Yeah. I won't even ask, but I mean, the question you would normally ask is, did you give any consideration of, of going because of that special event? But obviously I haven't given not. consideration to attending a Redskins <laughs> game in like a decade. I knew that to be the case. I feel like you should go just to like go, man. I might. Yeah. You know, I've, I've thought you about enjoy that. A game. You could probably get credentialed. You're so legit, dude. I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's just a matter of, of whether it's worth my time to, you know, the home viewing experience. I mean, I rant about this all the time, but why, why I just got a nice TV 
a couple weeks ago. I mean, I got all, I got everything I need right here. No, I'm completely with you. The TV viewing experience is great. You know, it's just you know the, the fellowship of being with the common man. Yeah, you know, I think that that that's good to experience uh, some too. Uh, and they have made major upgrades in stadiums. Good to go check out and see what that's. Not about. this one. That stadium blows. But, <laughs> but um, you know, but if, if it's if it's a win, I mean, if it's a good game and it, and it's a win, you know, it ends up being awesome. And tailgating's awesome, but. It's just the the chance. I, I I went to so many at FedEx Field that let me down. That um, you know, I mean, the teams the teams maybe turning a corner, but um, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to beat my basement. Okay, well, I'll see if we can find a game that's a guaranteed win for you. I'll see <laughs> if we can get that written into the ticket contract. They'll refund the money if they lose. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Um, Appreciate that. So I was on. I was guesting at another Thanksgiving, but was you know I was pretty sure I was going to be able to watch the game. Thanksgiving ended up being kind of late uh, dinner time, but I'm watching the game mostly for the first half, just like not full on focus because it's sort of like other people around talking, you know. But the game's definitely on in the room I'm in. Then we finished dinner around halftime of the game. I'm about to crash, like I'm falling asleep <laughs> while talking to people. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> May or may not be turkey plus alcohol combination or whatever. So that's that. By the I, way, I've I've been around you at that time, and that's that's when you do some of your best work. <laughs> I don't know, we should have gotten on the pot. Well, we, speaking of my best work, I knew you know I, I saw your text when I woke up at like three. Okay, so anyway, let me. So I get back home, and then I'm like, you know, I I, I intentionally make the move home because I'm like, you know what, that's going to wake me up, so I'll be able to. I, I could have. Finish watching the game there, but I would have been out at halftime and never recovered. <laughs> My thought was, I'll move back home now. The you know the the motion will get me woken up enough to catch another like hour and a half of football. And sometimes, admittedly, you know we podcast late at night, or if the if the Redskins are playing like a Sunday night or Monday night game, it's going to be kind of late. And I have at times set an alarm to do it in case I fall asleep. Dude, this is one. It was a total sniper job. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there. Now, I should have had some clue because I'm trying to read my notes, and they're, like, illegible. So I was probably falling asleep with right, including I had where was Crowder all season. I can't believe you took notes on Thanksgiving. And pick six Giants. Did the Giants have a pick six? Yeah, that was the whole thing. It was like the Redskins finally put together a touchdown drive, and then, like, 30 seconds later, did you see the, the play? I mean, you yeah, must have I, seen it in, your, in, like, in your waking stupor. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, again, must have been like half asleep because I remember reading the note this morning. I was like, was there a pick six? Cousins tries to throw to like a pretty wide open Byron Marshall yes, out in the yes, flat. Yes, it and, was not a cousin. And, and he trips. He trips while he's throwing it. So it's yep, six inches high. About, and then yep. it, it bounces wildly off the guy's hands into Janoris Jenkins' hands. And They made the great point of like normally the you can't you couldn't even miss the ball the way he did. Like he yeah. didn't just like miss it and it went through his hands. He like <laughs> like tapped it back to right. uh Janoris Jenkins. So what at some point after that I uh Again, I didn't even like feel it coming. I was like, I'm watching the game. It's pick six. You know, I don't need to set my alarm. And then I, I wake up and I'm in the <laughs> Narcolepsy. It's 3 a.m. and I've got four texts from Brent, you know, the last <laughs> of which is like, I bet money you're asleep. <laughs> um, to, to, to be fair, to be fair, when I checked in earlier, you only gave me a 60% chance of, uh, that is fair. of podcasting. You were worried about your. That was like at halftime, yeah. How did how did you make it to the end of a, of a boring game after a lot of turkey uh, you know, and presumably I guess a beer? As too? as tends to happen, it sucked me in. You know, it got pretty exciting there in the fourth quarter. Um, all right, but I did think I've, I did have a good question on where has Crowder been all season? Why does yeah. it seem like this is exactly know. what they needed from him? And it seemed like, based on his 
um, development. This, you know, games like last night's were one that we thought we would have seen earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, if, what, if I'm not mistaken, he's he's actually averaging over a hundred yards over the last three or four games. No, he definitely. Uh, yeah, he's well, really really bounced back. I, I think that his his like funk at the beginning of the year was probably a combination of injuries because he had a couple of sort of nagging things, including hamstring, and then. You know, I think also the, that the whole sort of passing game was just really thrown out of whack by the fact that they were trying to figure out how to get Doxon and Pryor going, which never really, at least for Pryor, never worked right. at all. And then, um, you know, and then I think a big part of their, their passing attack for the season in, in the big picture was uh, centered around Jordan Reed, who's been a non-factor. So um, you, uh, on the one hand, you, you might think, OK, well, those guys, you know, didn't emerge. So Crowder should should have been there to fall back on. And, and maybe maybe that's what's happening now. But um I just think there was kind of a lot of confusion and disorganization in the passing game, which is partly why it's kind of so remarkable that Cousins has continued to put up good numbers and the offense is, is scoring at a pretty good clip, you know, in spite yep. of a lot of um, a lot of disappointments. In, in the red zone in particular, we didn't really mention it much on our podcast, but um, the red zone uh, scoring offense is, uh, has improved dramatically. They're actually above league average yep, for a lot. T- touchdown percentage. So, um you know, for, for them to have done that without, like, Pryor was supposed to come in and be this 6'5", you know, red zone monster, and he scored, I think, one touchdown, and that was on a bomb. So um, they have they have figured it out in the absence of, of, you know, significant upgrades. Yeah, a lot fewer fade calls in the red zone this year. That, <laughs> yeah. that always helps uh, increase percentage. But, yeah, and, and obviously, I guess with Thompson out, you know, Crowder maybe getting some more of those, like, short yardage and run targets. But right. it just seemed like that's how they had used him in the past. And, uh, and, and again, what we were sort of expecting to see yeah. all season. But it was good to see it now. Uh, Piran, is this becoming a, a regular thing with him at all? Yeah, a couple good games in a row. I mean, he, he was a no-show in the first half, and then he was awesome in the second half. I'd forgotten that he was a rookie because he wasn't like a herald. To, he's a rookie, right? I'm not yeah, crazy. Yeah, he is. Yep. Fourth he wasn't, round like pick. A, yep. wasn't a hugely heralded rookie, and so I'd sort of forgotten about it. So, yeah, but with you, that do, in, you, do you know, by the way, he is the all time leading rusher at Oklahoma, which, no, is, I did which not. is where he's Adrian a, Peterson and many other um, successful pro backs went. Yeah, big, big football. He, he, school, he was, yeah. he's came, you know, did not come with a lot of um, pomp and circumstance, but uh, had a tremendously successful college career. So, um, yeah, he could turn out to be a real gym. And yeah. the fact that he was a rookie makes you less like worried that this is flukish and maybe more like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, maybe he just, you know, needed to get. Now, yeah, he's, a, he's a rookie and he almost only, um, exclusively took handoffs out of the shotgun in college too. So the idea that it took half a season for him to get, get going, like makes actually perfect sense. Uh, I don't think that he's ever going to be some, you know, super elite top five running back because he kind of lacks that home run speed. But um, he's, I mean, right. he's, 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 a, he's a load and um, he's kind of figuring out, I think, timing and vision at the, in the pro game. And um, yeah, a couple of good games. So that's, that's pretty encouraging. And then uh, Kerrigan, defensive- Kerrigan had a tremendous game and um, just continues to play so much better than, than the, than what he gets in terms of, uh, even local respect and, and definitely national respect. Um, I was I was trying to def- to describe this to the the family that I was with last night. They were like, "How does he play with that thing on his hand?" And I was like, "Dude, <laughs> it's it's crazy." Like if if your whole role is to be wait a minute, are you talking about the club, the Ionitis's club? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that wasn't Kerrigan. That's yeah. Ionitis. Yeah, yeah, but you're so, right. So, that so, is. So. I don't know how. I mean, it, 
Dude, I, well, I would say I would say and forget the like the hitting and the pain of like we broke like I couldn't right. just deal with having my hand wrapped yeah. up like that. I don't like, think I, I could go to work like I could just sit at a desk with that. My hand would get claustrophobic. Like oh, gosh, I got like you know I've had a cast on a few times in my life. It's really and, itchy and, and sweaty. Yeah, and then this this is one with like fingers not being able to move. I mean yeah. it's crazy. But I was also trying to describe to them of just like. You know, like if your main skill and necessity is being huge and like getting in the way of people, like yeah. a finger is not going to slow you down. Like they, they would just as soon cut it off half the time. These freaking <laughs> NFL dudes. It's, it's insane. And speaking about guys who play in injury, Morgan Moses has yeah. to lead the league <laughs> in times gone down during a game and then like still played, which Absolutely. sounds like a, like a knock on him. Like he, no. like he's like, he's a wimp and he goes down, but every one of these, they show the replay and they're like, Oh, there's a 300 pound dude that <laughs> rolled right on his leg. And you're like, Oh my gosh. And then he's back four plays later. That's exactly right. It's three times every game or more. It, it's unbelievable. And one didn't, didn't he get one, um, like either last game or this game, he got hurt, like chasing down yes. a fumble. He, yeah. He had a, and he, you're like, dude, dude, yeah. dude. Hey, another time he, ago, got, he chased a guy down the whole field, caught a guy at the goal line. And then it happened again last night. He was making, he tried to make a tackle on the pick six last night. Yeah. On the pick six last night. The other one was after the, was it a blocked extra point or something? Yes, or a blocked yes, field exactly. Goal? Yes. And it's like, dude, totally respect the effort, but maybe, <laughs> maybe just save it. You know, maybe, maybe just save it. But, uh, but uh, defensively speaking, they only gave up, uh, Three points, really. You don't point put put the points from the pick six on them. Right. Was it a good performance or just a crappy team? It, uh, both. I mean, it, it, I'm impressed. Good job, good job. But the Giants' offense was a disaster. I mean, they dropped so many. It's like what would have been easy third down, fourth down conversions is. I don't know what they they had zero focus. Yeah, and then next up is the Cowboys on Thursday yeah. again, which is kind of like odd to play back to back Thursday games, but I guess it's yep. not too bad. And the Cowboys look crappy right now. Oh man, they look so bad. They, I think in the second half of the last three games, they're getting shut out sixty to nothing. Good lord, that's bad. Yeah. And as always, we got to check in any any Carson Wentz updates. <laughs> any, anything big you saw I, from him? I still covet him. In the past week. Um, well, he doesn't wear hail to the Redskins pocket squares quite as, as well mm, as Kirk Cousins. That's but true. The, the quarterback is always greener uh, at the other side of the division. So Wentz is looking good right now. But I got a big final, what, five games? Five yep. games coming yep. from Kirk Cousins. And uh, we'll see if the Redskins were in that, went out to go 10-6 and six or 9-7. and seven. Big one next week with the Cowboys. They should uh, hopefully we'll keep it on, uh, keep the winning going. That's right. Um, with a very stop and start and late Thanksgiving <laughs> edition of the Burgundy Blogcast. Hopefully, we'll be forgiven for our holiday slackness. Uh, and my apologies for uh, getting caught by the turkey bird last night. I'm thankful for every person that listens to this nonsense podcast. Absolutely. Well said. That is Brent. I am Hayes for Burgundy Blogcast. We out. See ya. Thanks for listening to Burgundy Blogcast, the official podcast of Burgundy Blog. On the Redskins for the truth. Please tweet me at Burgundy Blog. Tweet, tweet.